hopefully I do. Hopefully I will get to play it when my brother gets his PlayStation Five. Prize the PlayStation from his dead corpse to be able to play it. But I always find a way to break games. Don't care. <laughs> get it out. Like that. That now for VR users is that's a benchmark. You chose to engrave the event of Gary getting mauled by an animal, and you depicted him particularly cowardly. It was a moral victory for us, wasn't it? But then how, how much did you fall for that though, Rob? Because if you kept falling for that, that's more you. <laughs> Happy New Year, podcast listeners, and welcome to the first video game chat podcast of 2021. A podcast talking about games, tech, and other nerdy goodness. And I am your host, it's me, Geordie, aka Geordie Wiz, and I'm joined by my pals and co-hosts, Rob, Hello. aka Rob Coxie, Shit. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary, aka Endash. Hello. We hope you all had a fantastic Christmas and New Year celebrations, and for your New Year's resolution, if you enjoy our podcast, then please share the podcast to a friend or a loved one. Or even a person you hate, if you're that way inclined. And tell them to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at VGC Podcast. And to join our Discord community. The links are in the description and or bio. VGC underscore. You don't miss the underscore again. Yeah. At VGC underscore podcast. So guys, let's have a quick recap of 2020. So, 2020 saw the launch of the next generation of video gaming consoles with both Microsoft and Sony having released the Xbox Series X slash S and the PlayStation 5 consoles, both with very different and controversial designs. One of the most shocking events of the year was in, uh, involved in Mixer's shutdown. Whilst the streaming service never quite rivaled its competitor Twitch, Microsoft heavily invested in the platform, then abruptly announced that it was shutting down. And in Mixer's absence, Microsoft has opted to partner with Facebook Gaming instead. Speaking of Twitch, and a lot of issues over Twitch is still to this day, uh, DMCA claims as a subsequent as a subsequent bans on people's accounts due to VODs and clips being copyright claimed by music labels. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> VR games have become a lot more popular, with the Valve Index and Oculus Rift S headsets finally back in stock, and the Oculus Quest 2 being a lot better than most people expected. Now, we couldn't talk about 2020 without mentioning the impact of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, which began for us in the UK in March, and has introduced phrases such as lockdown, furlough, and working from home. This affected the games industry massively, with delays and crunch time and cancellations of many conferences and events, replacing them with virtual shows. It also helped the industry in some way, as a lot of people who had been working from home or furloughed and locked down indoors turned into gaming as a means to pass the time. Happy gamer noises. <laughs> Easy to learn games with little to no narrative and large audience enjoyment potential, including Fall Guys, Among Us, and the Jackbox games, saw increases in popularity during the pandemic, as it brought people together online during a time where social interactions had been banned. Mobile gaming as well has continued to grow as a major platform for video gaming, and as a part of this, Epic Games initiated lawsuits against Apple and Google over their mobile app store revenue cut policies. And in other news, Xbox Game Studios have bought out ZeniMax Media and its subsidiaries, 
and Electronic Arts outbid Take-Two Interactive for Codemasters. Oh, what a year. What have we been playing this week, guys? <laughs> that, what a segue. What a year. Now, yeah. back to the important stuff. <laughs> exactly. Well, it has been a year, though. Oh, oh God. God. Well, not exactly the best year, by a long shot, but, you uh, know, it's had its ups and downs. Mostly downs. Yeah. Uh, gaming has been, has been very weird this year, or past year. It's been very weird. Like, like you said, Jordy, you covered it. It's, 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 gaming has been one of the industries that has somehow managed to survive throughout everything because people have more time on their hands and gaming yeah. is, is a good way to not only fill, fill, the, fill this extra time that you have, but also as, as more of like a, an escapism thing as well, you know, to try and forget everything that's happening in the world and take your mind off things. Oh yeah, it's 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 sort of slap bang in the middle of done really well, but also been affected quite badly by it. Oh yeah, like I don't think there's I don't think there's any other injuries. Sorry, any other in industries that has like yo-yoed so much this year as sort of gaming has. No, I think there's probably a handful of industries that are like that. I mean, any any uh, I guess any any like beauty industries are probably similar because you know. Hairdressers are shut down, then they reopen, then they're shut down again, that sort of thing. Sure, it's the same for every other kind of beauty one, but most most industries have either thrived. I can I can imagine that's main mainly bad, mainly bad though for those sort of people where even when they were shut when they were shut down, it was literally the worst that it could be. But even when sort of gaming studios and stuff were shut down, people were still working from home and still able to sort of make sales and, and stuff like that. So they were sort of, they're not fluctuating, not really yo-yoing in the terms of going off and on and off and on. It was more like they were just fluctuating in productivity in their industry. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think it's, uh, it'll be very difficult for like developers to work remotely all the time because you, you kind of need someone next to you to like run through loads of code. So I assume that a lot of developers have been on calls for days. <laughs> Great. Just like yeah. chatting with their colleagues. Well, I, like can, I, can, I can imagine if you are a developer, you've, you've got a pretty impressive rig at home anyway. Oh yeah. To be able to do bits and pieces from home. So that would have had they, all, they were all probably the already prepared. Yeah. All the computers will have been shipped back to their, their homes anyway. I, I assume if, if yeah. they're, Employers cared about their employees, but that's just what I think. But yeah, we've uh, we've, we've managed to get through it, and uh, now it's twenty twenty one. We're looking forward in, into the future, and uh, and sort of seeing what games. Or we're going to have a quick little back and even even just see what our favourite games of the year were, and what our not so favourite games of the years were in today's episode. But first, um. We'll just go through a few games that we've been playing this week. So uh, I'll kick us off. We've uh, we've all we've all been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege this week. We're really enjoying it. I have uh, been playing with the Swedes, who were kind enough to gift me and you, Gary, some uh, some money to go towards uh, buying some operators, which we managed to buy most of them, I believe. Yeah, thank you so much again. That really means so much. Uh, both me and Jody, because we 
we had like not many operators at all, which which was fine. You know, we were able to play the game, but now we have so much more choice, and we don't have to worry about uh, if 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 our operators are being picked or or whatever. But now we have to worry about being good at the game <laughs> with all these new all these new uh, operators. But yeah, thank you again, awesome. Yeah, we've been having good fun with that. I'm I'm almost at a level where we can start playing ranked, which is uh. Good to know. Oh, yes. Speaking yeah. of ranked, uh, Rob, myself, and some of the Swedes, uh, unfortunately, Jordi wasn't with us that night playing uh, ranked, but Ro- Rob and I got to gold three. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah gold, gold three, and then very swiftly right back down to silver two, <laughs> as is tradition. Very yeah. swiftly. <laughs> I think I'm now gold, uh, sorry, not gold, uh, silver five. I think so I'm pretty yeah. low. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not gone well. No, it hasn't. Fun though. Yep. We've been uh, playing a bit of Rocket League as well, the three of us, and uh, we actually got to our first final in the tournament last night, which was uh, quite exciting and very tense for the, for all of us. I, I I would say as well that even though we lost and we came second place, I think it was a well fought tournament we yep. we were up it was a moral victory for us wasn't it moral victory <laughs> i i yeah i'm not, I'm not sure how well, but just, it, it was it was well, just just it, it, just it getting to a final for us is, is, a, yeah. is an achievement in itself oh right yeah yeah like i'm really happy that we got second place like uh, that was incredible to be honest and it's the best we've ever performed as a trio on that game mm. Like it's I think so the furthest well. we made it before was semi-finals, wasn't it? Semi-finals, yeah. Yeah, and we got very quickly kicked out on that one. We got we got annihilated the time before. Whereas this time we actually had a very like throughout we we were just doing so well. We just unfortunately got bested at the very end. But yeah, other other than that, uh, I've not really played much else other than a little bit of a uh, Mars when we played the other night, and uh, I assume the. Uh, we will have a, a, a video in due course over on the uh, Ndash channel, I assume, Gary, with uh, a few more of the our plays and and good times that we had over on uh, on with the Swedes on the uh, on the Among Us. Yeah, hopefully, I uh, I have yet to edit the videos that will hopefully be going up, but I will try and get on that as soon as I can because they are good fun to edit. And it has been Christmas, so we don't really have much time to do any. Video or editing stuff, have we? No, we've got to have a break as well. Exactly. What with everything. That, up. All, all Enjoy the, the festive period. Yeah, exactly. All the news that went on beforehand as well. It just oh, kind of puts you in a bit of a downer, really, doesn't it? But hey ho, got to crack on. What about you, Rob? What have you been playing this week? Have you played any games? Yeah, I've actually been playing a chunk of Rimworld again for the first time in ages, which has come a mm-hmm. very long way since the last time I played it. And uh, it's very good fun, actually. Like, I'm really getting into it and sort of the swing of things. Because it's... When you start looking at it as more of, like, a it, a story game, you know, like, it how it plays out as sort of a randomly generated story for the guys in your settlement as opposed to a survival game, it's actually way more fun. And, uh, Jordi, I've uh, made my current like survival group on it is a 
it's me, you, and Gary. <laughs> I made us oh. as custom characters to start off with, and uh, at one point, um, Gary got attacked by a wild animal, and uh, you've become quite good at like building furniture and things and you made a masterwork item which usually comes like engraved or something and uh, you chose to engrave the event of gary getting mauled by an animal and you depicted him particularly cowardly or something in it and <laughs> just 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 on a dining chair or something just to really rub it in like sounds about right yeah. <laughs> this is where i will die but yeah it's it's, it's very good fun and quite charming and relaxing as well which is so, quite a nice isn't that energy <laughs> exit pursued by a bear yeah yeah we, we were discussing this just before we started rob um do you want to maybe give like a brief rundown of of uh rimworld for those who aren't aware or ever played the game before yeah it's what a it uh, it's a game that essentially just starts off with you and whoever however many survivors you've created um, crashing down on a like remote planet in the outer rim of wherever and it's just your job to kind of survive and you know you gotta you gotta do your research trees to you know get your skills up and craft more stuff to defend your base and like farm and build a settlement essentially and the end game is essentially to get off the planet you know eventually you'll hit enough research and stuff to have created a uh a spaceship of your own or there's quests that you can travel across the planet and take part in and you know one of those will end with you escaping as well and things so you can just keep playing as long as you wanted to or you can use it as the you know as the plot of we've got to get off this world sort of thing if you wanted to so I'm all right. I'm all right in saying that it's the same developers who do Prison Architect no it's got a very similar aesthetic but it's made yeah, by I, one guy yeah, and it's his first game I thought it was the oh, same really? developers as well. Yeah, but just because it's got that really kind of... It's got a very similar sort of aesthetic, doesn't it? It's the Art sort style. of top-down, yeah. like, isometric, cartoony I, little I think characters the thing and things. That, mm. For me, it's the names that hover below or above the characters. I can't remember exactly mm. where, but the, they, that specific, like, element reminds me very much of Prison Architect. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's really good fun, and uh, still on the old Steam sale, I think, if you were remotely interested in it. Have you been playing anything else, Rob? Or? Well, we've been playing a lot of Rocket League and a lot of Rainbow Six again, which you've already covered, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. So, I was just wondering if there was any other, any other games you'd played or... Nah, not really. Again, I've been quite ill, still am, so I've been mostly snoozing, to be honest. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um... Yeah, we we played some Satisfactory. We did, we, Gary. We did, yeah. Which is very, very fun. Still in early access, but I I assumed that had been fully released a while back. But no, it's still early access, and it's uh, for an early access game. I'm very impressed with it. Yeah, it's uh, not too buggy. Uh, there's there's well, I've not noticed any bugs as of yet. But I would say the it does only, get a little bit. The only bugs that we've come across well, are when we tried to break the game. Oh yeah, we we basically try to extend the number of players that you can. You only have four players per game, but there is a way you can extend it. But obviously, by doing that, you uh, you reduce the performance of the game, which uh, rightly so. Yeah, having five people in a game is only meant to be for four people. You could tell the more people that are in the game, the more like laggy and like how much it actually took to run the server. 
went up and down. So uh, it was still a yeah, good experience. Other than that, it, it, it wasn't like oh, yeah. game breaking or anything. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it, basically, if you've ever played Minecraft Tekkit, where it adds uh, large machines for gathering materials and stuff like that, and shipping them from one place to another, is very very similar, but in sort of its own his own sort of engine with uh, sort of big mining drills and then conveyor belts which take them from take all this ore from one machine to another and then you basically can upgrade them make them faster and then you can also make like constructors which will then build that particular ore into particular parts that you need to build particular things and it's uh, it's, it's very enjoyable and very Satisfying. It's very satisfying. Satisfactory. And it is uh, if anyone's ever played Factorio, it's got very similar vibes to that. Um, slightly different because it's three D instead of top down, but basically same sort of thing. You're you're making like supply chains, trying to get the machines to be as optimized as possible to make sure that you get to the end game as soon as possible. I don't think being in early access, uh, as far as I'm aware, the end game is still yet to come, right? Or at least that's what... I'm not sure. I've, I've never got... I've not got that far yet, unfortunately. No, not the, right. as, as far as we've got, there is, uh, there, there is quite a lot still left to do, but then yeah, there, is, there is no end game as of yet, I believe. But no, we, we, we had a good time playing that and uh, Gary, uh, Gary got a new nickname from it. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did. I don't know, I don't know, if, I don't know if Rob knows this. I no, this is uh, new to me. So I, I yeah, think we so need to give a little bit of background before we say what the, the name is, right? Just so that everyone is on the same. So, oh, yeah, we, we, all, we all had our own little roles in, in, in the making of the factory. And uh, basically, we, we started off with... Uh, and a, and a, a hub in one place, and we decided it was a bit of a, 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 a bit of a shit position. In really, so we found someone was a bit more flatter. We made a whole new area somewhere else, and just transferred all the stuff over from the original base to there. And we all sort of assigned roles to each other. I was like, right, okay, well, I'm going to get uh, the sort of the main raw materials all hooked up, so that we got all the uh, the ores coming in. And being refined into uh, their specific bars and stuff like that. So I was doing that, and then one of the other guys was doing uh, making sure that they got smelted and then put into the constructors in the in a correct way. That they were building the parts that we needed properly. And uh, yeah, Gary decided to self-appoint himself the uh, to make sure that the Electricity was running through all the machines properly and uh, correctly. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know if you want to take over from here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's like there's a, there's a, a small machine which runs off biofuel. So I was like, right, or someone someone give me biofuel. I'll create these machines and I'll hook them all up onto like make sure that all of the machines are are efficiently running with the right amount of power and not overloading. Not overloading like the the, the power generator, uh, so I was doing that to begin with, and it was on small machines at about ten ten of these power generators. They were all hooked up with wires. It was all messy, so I was like, "Do you know what? Fuck it! Like, let's properly redo this." Um, and at the same time, another one of our uh, friends was uh, appointing themselves to be the coal generator. So this is going to be like a much 
more uh, efficient version of the power. So they did that. They had five power generators going up. So I, I thought it would be good to do five separate power grids so uh, it wouldn't overload all the time. So I'd have one, one grid for like area one, area two, area three, area five, etc. And um, I spent, how long did I spend, Jordi? Was it like fucking seven hours, maybe? Maybe, maybe. Well, you know, I actually, I'm actually curious myself to how long we uh, we played that game for, considering that we've only played it for one session. Well, we, uh, we played it 10 hours straight. I mean, I did anyway. Like, I had it before you. So I played, I played 10 hours in one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I played eleven. I played eleven hours in one day. Oh, yes. I stayed on for an extra hour than you did. Yeah. So, but yeah, so they had the they had these grids, and I, it wasn't for the whole ten hours that I was doing this, but it was probably about seven or eight hours that I spent trying to fucking figure out how to do different power grids and make sure that it was running efficiently. And all the way through, the other guys are like, you know, you can just hook up all the power into one grid so that everything's running off the same power grid. And I was like, yeah, but that's too easy, isn't it? Let's just, let's do this. And I, honestly, I, I got to like a fucking melting point because everyone, everyone was saying, oh, actually, what, what, what was the nickname that you all app- uh, appointed me, Julie? Power boy. Power boy. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept going, power and- boy, can I have some power? And I was like, no, it's all fucking overloading. Don't put anything on the power grid. And then they would just add something to the power grid and shut everything off. And I'm like, who the fuck added something to the fucking power grid? <laughs> there's, a fan- there's a fantastic noise whenever the, the, whenever the power grid like, shut down. It was just like a, like a sub drop. Yeah. And everyone just Noise. started laughing. <laughs> yeah. We'd all shout, Power Boy, and shake our fists in the air. It was a very, no, funny, it was a, very funny session. Though. Yeah, it was a good, good laugh, and uh, I recommend getting it, Rob, if you haven't already got it. I will, I will have a look. I, I, do, I do know that that isn't your type of game, though, Rob. I know, but I will, I will have a look at it, an honest look. Hopefully you join because it is even it, good fun. Even if even if we were were, were to say stream it on uh, on our Twitch uh, Twitch at VGC podcast, and uh, yeah, maybe you could just come along and watch me and Gary play it and see how you enjoy it. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Underscore. Of course, it's underscore. Gary. It's always underscore. <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> Twitch TV forward slash VGC underscore podcast. Thank you, George. Go and follow us. And we will Luck. eventually begin streaming. Hopefully this year we will we'll get on top of that. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to start streaming. That is one of our plans for the new year. So It is, yes. Maybe we make it our New Year's resolution, boys, that we, we start streaming on the podcast channel. Well, actually, and, Jordy, uh, get some content on it. My New Year's resolution is 1920 by 1080. Oh. <laughs> I, I stole that joke. I'm sorry. That wasn't mine. I thought. I thought whereas it was Rob's is whereas Rob's is some bulky extra wide thirty-eight forty by sixteen hundred boy. <laughs> <laughs> really rolls off the tongue. Really does. It does yeah. It's it's really helpful having uh, one person with a wider screen as well. It really is the most oh, helpful. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> uh, boo boo boo. <laughs> maybe 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 I'll just play all my uh, all my games horizontally from now on. Could do, but I, you, I mean, 
Why? <laughs> Tell us it's a bit different. <laughs> I mean, you're more than welcome to, Johnny, but it's up to you. <laughs> you're literally going to be like, we mainly play first person shooters, so you're going to be fucked. <laughs> yep. Unless you like stretch the pixels, but yeah, fuck that. Uh, a last game that I played uh, was Dead by Daylight. Um, I know we've spoken about this before, Rob, and you're, you're not a big fan. And I, I'm, you, you said you're not a big fan either, Jordy, right? No, um, I, I know it's sort of got the uh, sort of Friday the 13th vibes. Uh, but the, the, the main thing that sort of throws me off is the, is the levelling system and the fact that you can get trounced just because someone's played the game for a lot longer than you have. Uh, if the game was a little bit more balanced and didn't matter if you played five minutes or, or five hours, then I'd probably be more interested. But having sort of an online game like that where you can just get dicked on straight from the beginning if you don't know what you're doing, then, uh, yeah, it's just, just not really something that I've really... And plus, I'm not a great fan of horror games. It's just something I'm not really into. Yeah, I find I found my problem with it was like that when I, I I played it when it first came out, which I I did admittedly just get while waiting to fill the time for Friday the Thirteenth, which like was coming out just a little after. But I found that the survivors would quite frequently just kite you like by just jumping between through a window essentially you'd as the killer would have to then go around and they would just jump through the other window the other side of the window again and there was very little you could do about it and i just found that incredibly annoying as just one of those how how did the devs not see this behavior coming sort of deals like just the cheapest sort of plays to survive was just annoying and I just didn't find that particularly fun. So I, I don't but know then, how much it's changed since then because it's then how, been how, a how much very... did you fall for that though, Rob? Because if you kept I, I, falling for that, that's more... No, I, like, I'm, I'm not talking about falling for it. I'm talking about that just being the sort of go-to way to just get the killer to not be interested in you. Like, it's it's, you know... There's giving people the slip and hiding and, you know, the occasional duke, like, yes, that's given me, like, five seconds head start against the killer sort of thing, which, you know, is key to those sort of games. But then just going, right, well, now I'm going to climb straight through immediately sort of thing. Whereas with Friday, climbing through a window took time, and that was time that Jason could actually hit you. I think they might have changed that, Rob, because the, they might have the, done. But, the but jumping was, through the window yeah. is it, it takes time. It takes the same amount of time as jumping through the window in Friday. Ah, well, they've definitely changed that since because that was very early days for me, and that just wound me up. And that was just one of the things that put me off because I was just like, "Eh, what's you still the goddamn right? point?" I do still got it. Uh, install it. Have have another go because, like, coming into Dead by Daylight, like. I don't know what three, four years late. It's actually yeah. really fucking good fun. Uh, it's obviously it's one of those games that you have to play with friends because if you don't play with friends, it's just going to be frustrating. Because like Friday, when you die on Friday, it 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 doesn't matter. You know, it's it's not a game where you have to win. Yeah. it's just a game about having the, the fun, fun with is your just, friends. Yeah, taking part. <laughs> exactly, and I feel like if you go into Dead by Daylight with the same like 
thought process and not be like, I have to win this. I have to get this person upgraded X, Y, Z, you know, all that shit that comes yeah. along with it. If you just see it as like, a, I'm going to have fun with my friends. And we'll, if, it, if, if we're not having fun, we're not having fun. But yeah. the, the, the 10 hours or so that I played of that, I had a lot of fun. It, it, it reminds me a hell of a lot of Friday the 13th, but with, uh, like Jordy said, with the, um, the leveling up, yeah, there were matches where we got dicked on, but then there were matches where we dicked on someone else. So it's kind of like, I, I, again, I think it's how, how you look at that game. If you, if you are constantly wanting to win, then maybe that's not the game for you. Whereas if you yeah. want to, if you're just doing it for a bit of a laugh, then I think it's quite fun. Because it has filled, for me, it's filled the, de- uh, the Friday 13th hole that has been mm. missing for like two, three years now, for me. Yeah, completely get that. I mean, it's something I'll, I'll, I'll get it installed again and I'll have a go with it. Because again, I've always found those sorts of games way more fun with, say, like with you guys as a group sort of thing with you and the Swedes and stuff and just having a laugh with it rather than playing it competitively, which is what a lot of people do, which is where it's, that try-hardy bullshit comes in because people exactly. do tend to cheap yeah. out. Yeah, and and if if we started doing that, it would just, it wouldn't be fun like what's the point of playing a game to just like uh, uh, well i say that but we did do bullshit plays on friday and we probably will do bullshit plays on oh, dead by daylight poor as well snow or snow yeah <laughs> funny as fuck though i'm not gonna lie. yeah no one's gonna understand that reference no if you if you watch the youtuber snow sos he's actually some quite quite successful isn't he at this point he's pretty successful but yeah, he, um, used, he, used to, he used to play a lot of games with us and uh not only did he completely quit friday the 13th for playing with us um I, I don't actually think he's going to ever play it or with us ever again <laughs> No, and, and I don't I think, think that was your doing as well, Gary. That's it uh... was entirely my doing. Yeah, I, I was being a uh, massive troll uh, and exploiting the game massively, <laughs> and it triggered him so much. And I didn't mean it to. It was just like it, it, uh, we were just. It was just cheese after cheese after cheese. Like with the mechanics, we we completely fucked the you, mechanics up, but it just you were fucked. somehow like ducking through his hits and shit, and just <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I did. I always find a way to break games, but I I didn't intend on that outcome. I gotta gotta say, but it was funny. <laughs> I am sorry if, if if he is listening. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably give uh, Dead by Daylight an install and play it if you if all of us are going to jump on it and. Yeah, that is. I'll give it a go. Yeah, because like, you could say the same thing about like Damned or um, any 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 game where it's asymmetrical. If you have a try-hard killer or a try-hard survivor, it's not a fun game. There were matches like mm. that on Friday where where they were cheating, literally cheating to kill everyone, and it's like, why? Why do you yeah. feel the need to cheat? Where is, in this where game? is the fun? What are you achieving from cheating in Friday the 13th? It's not like there's, there's, there's literally no point. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, what, what do you gain from it? Yeah, <laughs> yay, imagine, yeah. plus one victory. Cool, okay. Yeah, plus one victory, and I'm not even able to like, <laughs> scream out A bunch of people that are never going to talk to me again. Amazing. I had fun. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird small dick energy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh... 
where it has been also the, the Steam sale uh, over the winter. Have you have you guys picked up any games or anything that we've uh, that you're interested in playing in and or trying? I know I've I've recently picked up because uh, it was on sale and it was only three pounds. Uh, Mud Runner, oh. which I was quite interested in playing. Yeah, and have you given it a go yet? No, but I'm I'm planning to this week. But I've had, I've had a lot of uh, work come up. And I've been quite busy doing that, so I've not had time to play many new games. But uh, it's one that I've I've seen people play it on on streams and stuff like that. And it seems like a really interesting sort of game. So you're you're moving. It's a very it's like a like a truck simulator game, but you're on like a lot more extreme weather conditions. There's a lot of mud, snow, uh, mountain passes, and stuff you have to drive by. It's a lot of like winching yourself to trees and getting yourself through uh, large muddy puddles and and areas stuff like that. It's quite quite a fun looking game. I've, I think I watched Hat Films. Hat Films, uh, yeah. Play a, play quite a bit of it on stream before. That's where and, I recognise uh, it from. Yeah, I, I thought they'd played it because uh, I do recognise it, and I'm I think for four quid. Pretty good, yeah. And it's, it's multiplayer as well. Like you, you, we can all we could all jump on and, and do the same sort of missions together, and it'd be quite a good game. Just for, just for like a chill one, really. It's not really a <laughs> as you say, like a competitive game or anything like that. It's just something that will sort of just pass the time. A bit, a bit like a satisfactory, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you say chill. I can see myself getting very angry at this game. <laughs> I could just I, I like loading logs onto the back of a truck that's going to trigger me going over terrain it's going to trigger me <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'd be really funny but I don't, oh god I, I'd have to uh, I'd have to I don't know I don't even I don't even know how I'd find that game actually yeah, I'm probably going to give it a go I might, I might stream a bit of that and see how it goes would you be streaming that on uh, on the Geordie Wiz? No, I'll stream it on the VGC. Oh. Underscore VGC <laughs> underscore. Uh, underscore VGC Podcast. underscore pod underscore cast underscore. There we go. Yes. Not enough underscores. If I just say, unders- if I just say underscore all the time, then I can't get it wrong, can I? <laughs> Unless you go to... Uh, That's how it works. The, the, the knockoff uh, VGC podcast. Yeah. <laughs> XX, under- XX underscore VGC. LL underscore. Yep. <laughs> we are confusing everyone now with these are, with yeah. these names. I mean, to be honest, it's just VGC underscore podcast. Nothing else. I'm pretty sure most people have zoned out at the very beginning of all of our episodes, anyway. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just sent to sleep by my voice. <laughs> and yeah, um, we. I also picked up a uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, yes. As I heard, obviously. That was one of the uh, well. One, I wasn't talking about this, but uh, it's one of the uh, sort of Cinderella stories of uh, of this year. Really, it's uh, it's really grown to be quite a, a successful game after its terrible launch many many years ago. Was it many years ago? Or was it last year? Yes, no, it ages ago years. now, like twenty sixteen, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's been yeah, for a now, the, the, very long the, time. The, yeah. This year, they they've brought out their No Man's Sky's Origins, and it's basically the game that they wanted to release back way back then. And uh, I think they're uh, the devs are at a, a, a point now where they 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 love it and they feel it's going to be a 
a really well enjoyed game. So I did uh, I did plan to pick it up for both of you boys. But we've already, really Rob already had the game. <laughs> so uh, I bought it just for Gary. So hopefully we can we can install and play this. Maybe we play this on a on a on a VGC underscore podcast stream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you nailed it, Jordy. I, I, I would love to play uh, I would love to play on stream. And I think it, it am I correct in believing that it is VR? Yes. Ooh. It is VR supported, yes. So I could play with a controller and headset. Yes. Yep. I've heard that I've heard that it's it's it's, it's really great in VR visually. Um but apparently you, Navigating the menus in the VR is a little bit iffy, a bit awkward, uh, and is a lot more easier in flat than VR. Well, maybe we could try in VR, and if it is an absolute shambles, then we could switch to flat. Yeah, I, I, I've, I, I've wanted to play No Man's Sky for a while. Uh, I, I played it when it was released, and yeah, Christ, that was dull as fuck when I <laughs> first released. But it was beautiful. That's yeah, the thing. You, you said you played it on the console, didn't you? Yeah, I played it on the PS4 uh, about a month or two after it was released because I, I, uh, a friend of mine, Chris, lent me his copy, and I really enjoyed it. But to a point, you got like maybe I got like maybe four hours worth of enjoyment out of that game, and then I didn't feel the need to play it anymore because I'd done everything that was available in the game like i searched for a planet left mm. that planet oh another planet oh it looks identical to the one before oh everything's the same okay another planet okay cool slightly different but toxic now i can't can't do anything here another planet now it's on fire okay can't do anything here it's just uh, yep. i got bored <laughs> but the new yeah, updates I can, imagine, I can imagine that is a lot more in a lot more exciting and, and interesting when you're actually have, playing with some friends and you can work together to to go around and do those tasks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the game was originally supposed to be like. And I remember when you tried to meet up with people, you couldn't fucking see them. No, you you there was yeah, it was a thing of everyone. It was an online world, and there were other, other players in there, but you could never ever like pinpoint the exact uh, the exact planet that your friends were on or anything like that, and you could never ever like team up with anyone, but. Now, apparently, it's just a case of, yeah, just going up with a friend and off, off you go sort of thing, Thanks, which good. I think is a lot a lot nicer and, and it'd be a lot, a lot more fun. Yeah, I think having, it's one of those, I think it's one of those games like, uh, uh, fuck, what, what am I thinking? Sea of Thieves, where you've got to make your own fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an exploration game, isn't it? So it's very much like Minecraft, sort of walk around, explore new biomes, new dif- different areas. Um, you can make a base on 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 a on a on your home planet and stuff like that, which you can all sort of like then go off to different planets yourself if you did want to sort of go off individually at some point and then meet back on a, on a on like a home base planet, which is a uh, really cool. But yeah, I am looking forward to playing this. I, I really do want to get myself sunk into a a sort of a nice space exploration game that won't doesn't take like a supercomputer to play like star citizen yeah i, I uh, another game sorry, that, sorry uh, rob that was a little that was a little dig there at star citizen i know you, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you're just, giving yourself I'm, a chinese burn in the corner uh, i'm just gonna ignore it <laughs> <laughs> like when that game is done and we're in our 40s we're gonna love it 
in what yeah. little free time we oh, yeah. have. As as I said when when I first signed up to Star Citizen, my kids are gonna love this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it it will be it will be a really good game when it comes out. When it comes out. <laughs> yep. Is I mean, it is already thing. a good game when, you know, when you do actually play it. It's good fun. Like, you know, last time you played, Gary, when they'd added the mines and me, you and Elliot went in with, like, the full proper in-game voiceover stuff and we went hand mining in the caves. It was a really interesting and fun experience and, you know, technically a really good game, which, you know, does show that, like, a lot of what they're doing is, you know, really detailed interesting technical work but again it's just waiting for it all to come together yeah that's the thing like at the moment it, it's just a glorified tech demo which is what we signed up for yeah <laughs> but you that's know. alpha baby <laughs> mm. it is uh, and another game jody that uh what i believe was on sale but rob picked up for me for christmas um was teardown I am very much looking forward to playing that. I haven't had a chance yet because all we've been playing this past week while we, or past couple of weeks, while we've been stuck in our flats, uh, not our families, is uh, playing multiplayer games. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everyone's just been playing, playing games together. So it's mainly been multiplayer at the moment and I haven't really had need any. To get that, need to get that social interaction, yo. Exactly, yeah. Somehow. But yeah, yep. thank you for that, Rob. I, I can't wait to play it. No problem, my dude. And thank you very much for, uh, you know, getting me my little Christmassy treat as well. My good buddy. Yes. But well, Hades, didn't you, get, uh, didn't you, Rob? Yes, I did. Well, yes. while we were recording the last episode of the podcast, I, I, I was struggling to think what Rob would like for, for, for his Christmas, to be honest, because he owns most games that he wants. As soon as, as, soon as the game comes out, he'll get it. You know, yeah, or it's or it's on if it's something that I've wanted for ages, and then I see it on sale, I'm just like yoink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then as soon as he said he he was keen on Hades, which I didn't even know you were into that type of game, really, Rob. I I know that we've got um, Curse of the Dead Gods, which is similar-ish, mm. uh, but I I I didn't didn't wasn't no. But mm. as soon as you said, I was like, fuck it, gonna game that. And yeah. literally while we were recording, I just <laughs> fucking bought it for him. I've also got a uh, Firewatch from Brendan for Christmas as well. Ooh. So, yeah. So I'm going to get that installed because oh, nice. that's one that, again, like has been incredibly well reviewed and things. And everybody says it's absolutely stunning to look at and just a really interesting game to play. But again, I've just never, never grabbed it. But now I've got it. So I'm going to play for it when I can. So thank you very much, Mr. Brendan. Nice. But yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to the main or more the main segment of, of today's episode, which uh, I I aptly named the uh, the tops and the flops of 2020, and uh, where we will discuss our top games of this year and the worst games of this year, and uh, I think I'll I'll kick us off with. Uh, one of my favourite games of this year, which I will put in as Among Us. Mm. And uh, yeah, we've all had great fun, great fun playing Among Us. And for the, what, three quid 
that it costs. Yeah. We've got so many hours in it. It's so much fun just to lie and seat your friends. Uh, but yeah, that, that's one of my favourite games on the flippity flop from the uh, from a top to a flop. The uh, Marvel Avengers game that came out in uh, September time. I was uh, very disappointed in that game. Were you? I thought you uh, loved it. I love. I, I do love Marvel. I love. I love the story. I love. I, I did enjoy the game as it was starting off. But as you get fur- as you got further, further into the game, I think I've only got ten hours played on the story, and it's just the more and more you played, the more and more you're sort of just picking up extra items, and it just it just wasn't enjoyable. There's new DLC that I've noticed that they've they've released and they've given to everyone for free. Uh, for the what's it, Kate Bishop, which is basically Hawkeye's protege. Uh, yeah, protege. Which is, uh, maybe I'll give it a go. But I, th- I, f- I feel like for me, for me, bang for me buck, you did it, not didn't, it. it didn't, it didn't, it didn't perform very well. Mm. And uh, it was like fifty-five quid or something like that. Yeah, for for the the way I will I will sort of explain it is it's like, uh, it's twenty twenties uh, anthem for me. Ooh, ooh, that's rough. Twenty yeah. 2019 Anthem was a, an absolute flop for me and I thought it would have been a lot better. And I think uh, Marvel's Avengers sort of did the same thing. It sort of it sort of enticed me in with a with the great big red Marvel letter in and all of the uh, characters that I know and love and uh, some that I, I've not played before and were quite interested in sort of learning about and going through the comics and learning a lot of, a lot about the characters and yeah it's just it was just something that didn't really didn't really land didn't really, ra- didn't really tickle me me uh the right way that's a shame because uh mm. you were very excited by that game as well which uh yeah i, yeah. I, I never was so i i i'm not a big fan of superhero stuff as our listeners are probably quite aware, aware of at this point yeah uh <laughs> But I, I, you know, I, I didn't want to take that away from you either, Jordy. But um, yeah, you know, I, I was looking for I was looking for a Spider Man game on PC. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Mm. I would quite like actual Spider Man because they're such good fun games. Yeah, and, yeah. And when when well, you showed the the is it Spider Man Two, uh, with the new skin. Oh, the Miles oh, the Morales new, expansion. Yeah, see, that looks yeah, really cool. Mm. Especially yeah, yeah with, but, with the actual uh, animated skin as well. Yeah, exactly. Like that, yeah. that level of detail and, and just watching the gameplay, I'm like, okay, I can, I can get behind that. Like, I'm not, I, truthfully honest, Spider-Man's one of my least favorite superheroes. But aside from that, um, he, that game actually does him justice. So I, I, can, I can get behind that. Yeah, that's a PlayStation exclusive though, unfortunately. It is. is uh, annoying, but hopefully I, do, hopefully I will get to play it when my brother gets his PlayStation 5. Um, I may have to sort of prize the PlayStation from his dead corpse to be able to play it, but uh, hopefully he, he will let me... If, if I buy the game for him, hopefully he'll let me play. 
for a couple of hours at least, maybe. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's two of mine. Have you guys got a, a, a top and a, and, a, and a flop game to talk about? Are we only doing one of each? I got the, uh, there's multiple I've I've got. So oh, yeah, that's oh, up to I, you. I, I'm I'm going to say my top and flop. Cyberpunk. Yes, it is a bit of both, isn't it? Yeah, it's it a bit really of a top, a bit of a flop. Because that game, it's really good fun and very immersive, but yeah, it's not as good as it should have been after yeah. so many delays and like the years of hype. It's yeah, it's a. Uh, it's not as good as it should be. That's pretty much it. And it's obviously been really broken on two platforms that they said they've advertised it running on and running yeah. on a lot yeah. better than it actually does to the point where it's such blatant false advertising for those platforms that they've even completely removed it from the PlayStation Store, which is not exactly a sign that you've you've done well. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep still what, getting adverts for play on the world's most powerful console. And I'm like, probably stop running those adverts. Yeah. <laughs> like you've, you've, you've fucked up lads. <laughs> Just, yeah. I mean, it, it isn't, I don't think it's, uh, I think that, I think those adverts are run by Microsoft, not necessarily CD project red. Cause it is, uh, Xbox ad at the end. Mm. Yeah. But I, even oh, well, still, I feel like Microsoft should be like, maybe let's remove that advert from the from the roster. Yeah, but oof. I mean, I am really enjoying it. I'm still yet to finish it. I found myself much less, you know, eager to play it than I was expecting. But yeah, it's one of those ones. It is a bit of a bit of a one where you're sort of going, I do want to play this. But I would but, like to play this when it's a bit better. Yeah. Because there's been some, like, horrible FPS issues and things like that that yeah. shouldn't be there. Like, really bad AI and things on it as well. Like, the traffic AI is one that obviously a lot of people have picked up on. The fact that, you know, they don't really swerve to get out of the way or anything like you'd expect in yeah. any games with driving in. Like, I'm not saying specifically GTA, but even games, you know, that had driving sections in, say your sleeping dogs and things like that. Hell, even your true crimes back in like the GameCube and PlayStation 2 days, like had significantly more alive sort of vehicle AI. AI. And the fact that they've clearly not coded... Um, NPCs to actually ride motorbikes properly outside of those scripted sections. Like, you don't see any AI yeah. on the motorbikes in the game. You just find the motorbikes. It's... Yeah. You know, there's obviously a lot of cut corners and things, and it's, you know, a bit of a... Ooh. I don't think I've successfully rode a motorbike in that game yet, because every motorbike I get on, uh, as soon as you try to put, pull off, you literally, like, start to just crawl. It's like it's like the wheels are bugged into the floor of the of the, oh, really? of the road. Yeah, it will like it will like sound like you're driving really fast, but in in reality, you're literally crawling at like minus one mile an hour. It's ridiculous. It's, like, if if I if I if I ever run up the run up the game and, and do it multiple times, I've restarted the game multiple times verified my game cache multiple times and just whenever I get on a motorbike it's no nothing you can't drive anywhere it's like motorbikes were made to just be uh scenery essentially but then Weird. 
I've also seen so many uh, things of just like uh, NPCs sticking out of their cars and stuff like that. Or if you're if you're playing in 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 third person when driving a car, you can see your character sticking out of the top, T posing and stuff like that. How do you even it's get just, to third person? I've never, I've not even found that fucking button. Yeah, it's only yeah. in cars and stuff, really. It's oh, you can't do third person shooting. No, no, no. Oh, okay, that, no, 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 that. yeah. Which is which is another thing. Which uh, if if we ever do if we ever do an episode on a on Cyberpunk fully, uh, the uh, the fact that you have a character creator, but you can never ever see your per- your person in. In third person, unless it's in a camera mode, yeah, it all makes me think: is, Was there a point of me ever actually having yeah. the character creator at the beginning? I mean, yeah. the photo mode's kind of cool, but yeah, I I, I agree. Like, because you don't see your character ever talking. Yeah, I mean, no. like, remember when they did the big like hour long show off of how it looked? At, was it E three two thousand eighteen when they did that big hour long section from the start of the game and? Um, like it opens with an actual cutscene of you and Jackie in the elevator, and you have like a conversation and stuff. So I think like they were having everything be actual like cutscenes and stuff that then just flowed into the gameplay like that. But then at some point they just went, "Well, oh, that's that's more effort than it's worth. We can just have like the conversations yeah. play out in front of you, sort of thing." And then I- you have those obviously really long, like just where you're being driven around by like Jackie at the start of the game and things when you, when the, you're entering the lockdown area, I think that might've been initially a cutscene sort of thing, but then just became a, mm, you're going to be sat there sort of thing. So I feel like that is another thing that just ended up on the cutting room floor, which again, yeah. as you said, means that you've, you spend however long making your character and never really see him, which. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it it's, I, I don't get me wrong. I love character creation, and I, even if you don't see the character, like it, to me, that's less of a yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you wanted to make your character for an RPG, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I, I like. I, I agree. I, I. It would be nice to see my character in more ways than just the photo mode or a mirror or the inventory. But that yep. for me isn't necessarily a massive flaw. <clears throat> I, but the the fact that it can't run on consoles for me is more of an issue. Yeah. Again, <laughs> as well, speaking of uh, RPG stuff and inventory, Gary, like the one thing that I found ridiculous is if you're actually just like, if you are looking for stats for, you know, your new gear, you end up looking completely stupid. <laughs> yeah, but that's and, like you know, any game, like, isn't it? Yeah, any but uh, a lot of RPGs have the cosmetic option attached to that. So, you know, say you like you find a piece of gear that's really, really good, but you think it looks like complete ass, you uh, add something so, to the cosmetic thing from stuff you've already picked up. Name, name me four RPGs that do that, because I can't think of one. It's a good um, idea, I th- but I can't think of one. I think WoW does it as a paid thing. Um, you know, you can pay to change the cosmetic of certain equipment to look like something else you've already previously found. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey did it. Um, I think the Star Wars MMO did it. I can't name a fourth. Yeah. So, you know, if you're well, being three incredibly is, three pedantic. Is fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could uh, but, <laughs> but, but the thing is, I could name four that don't have it. 
Yeah, well, yeah, but that's because it's just that extra little bit of work at the end of the day, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's easier not to do that, but for players that do quite like the actual role-playing aspect of RPGs, that's a kind of a thing just to... It's, it's you know, just a, a customer satisfaction sort of thing rather yeah, than I, a necessity. I, I, would, I would love to have that. I really would, because there's so many cool shit, like hot shit, hot shit? Hot fucking... Hot, hot shit. Hot shit items that are... Like really, really nice. Shit to hot look at. items. Shit hot items. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> they, they look incredible, but the stats are fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I would love that, <clears throat> but you know, I, a lot of like, I, th- I think we talk talked about cyberpunk a lot, and I agree with you. It is both a hit and a miss. Um, but the, I, th- I feel like a lot of people who are criticizing the smaller bugs are maybe being a bit too critical. Because a lot of those smaller bugs are really fucking funny. Mm. The game is set, the game is seven years in the making. I think people are going to really pick up the small bugs as well as the massive ones. Like the massive ones shouldn't be there, but the little ones, yeah, they they they're there. But like, yeah, they they did still sort of make push this back, however many times they did within the year, and they probably knew it wasn't ready. But just released it anyway because that's what people wanted. Yeah, well, I don't think no. it, I don't think it was the developers' fault. I think it was the publishers' fault. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But uh, well, I say developers, I mean, I mean the whole team. I'm, I'm just generalising. Yeah, I, but no, the the game the game wasn't ready. I I I I feel like this is the same CD Projekt Red are in the same boat as what uh, Halo were at the beginning of the year when Halo released that god awful. A polygoned picture of the face of one of the uh, boss characters in the new Halo Infinite game, and it looked worse than like Halo Three or something like that. They've done, they've done, they've done the right thing. Halo have pushed back their release, their release date to 2021. Uh, they've no longer released any new uh, material about the game or anything like that. They've completely sort of gone back to the drawing board and, and sort of started again, basically, and have gone, right, okay, let's, we need to make this game look a lot better than what we previously showed everyone and get it, re- get it released when it's ready. Not try and rush out and get it all done and make it look like, or have it look like shit. So, uh, well, this will be the thing, won't it? Like, if they do actually, if, if they have fixed it, then kudos, but a lot of games nowadays are released as Cyberpunk has been. They're broken, yeah, they're not which finished. Is again one of those things that people do complain about Star Citizen about is it's, you know, seven seven years in now. We're now into well, as of like August next year, it'll be eight years since the mm-hmm. Kickstarter. Which, as far as certain games, that's still less time than Cyberpunk's been in development, I think. But no, I think you know, Cyberpunk yeah, hasn't Cyberpunk been in eight years. years? Eight years. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um yeah. but you know, a lot of people go, yeah, it's taking too long, blah blah blah, feature creep, blah blah blah, why is it taking so long, blah blah blah, scam. But at the same time, when you do have games that are pushed to release earlier, even though they're not ready yet, sort of thing, like Cyberpunk, you know, if they hadn't announced that that was gonna come out this year, you know, at the start of this year, sort of thing. And just gone, look, you know, it's it's close enough for us to show off like we did at E3 a couple of years ago, but it's still going to take 
like it's still going to take some time like just so you know that's it it's 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 clearly a product it's it is happening calm your tits but it needs a lot of fucking work to be where we want it to be so that was for rob both a, a top and a flop mm-hmm. Gary, have you got a, a a top or a flop game that you want to talk about well as we've already mentioned among us and cyberpunk i i've got a few that i want to say but i think overall the the most Toppest of the toppest that I played this year, aside from the ones we've discussed, is Half Life Alex. Oh, fuck yes. yes. That was my next top. <sighs> Not only a massively satisfying return to the Half Life franchise, but a complete showstopper for VR that really shows the potential for the platform. Like, exactly. Yeah. And the oh. next benchmark as well. Like that, yeah. that now for VR users is that's the benchmark. You, you, if you release a game now, that's worse than Half-Life Alex, or not, like, I would say you have like a, a fraction. Or subpar. Or, yeah, not subpar. Like, you could probably go like a fraction worse. You're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Incredible oh, story. Yeah, there's no, no other VR games already that are out now are, any, are, are not anywhere near as good as Half-Life Alex is. No, I, I would say the closest one is probably Boneworks, but it doesn't have much of a compelling story. So, or at least for as far as I've yeah. played. So it's more like a tech demo, as we've discussed before. Whereas Half-Life Alex has technical capabilities. The visual just beauty of the game is incredible. Uh, and for, for long-time fans of the Half-Life franchise, it did not disappoint. You know, it's, it's definitely, definitely up there. Definitely one that I would uh, recommend anyone doesn't have vr that it's probably worth buying vr just for that game yeah i mean if, uh, if you have money to spend <laughs> that, that's the main thing you say you say that this is two, 299 now for the uh the rift for s. the uh the rift s yeah true, true, and true. E- even the quest even the quest now is is the same price mm. so even if you even if you're not too worried about having uh a decent sort of rig setup, and you just want to play, just want to play games as 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 on the VR headset as it was they're supposed to be. Like, well, I then, I, I I think you can't play all games on the Quest. No, no, there's, there's certain games you can play. Uh, it, the, 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 the Quest, the, the quest like is a, a lot. It's a lot better than what we what we think it is. It is, but it's it's also it's not as good as having a separate VR headset and a computer. Because you 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 won't be able to play games like Alex, for example. Whereas you're you're stuck yeah. with specific games. The ones that you're probably going to pick up are Pavlov, if it is available. I have no idea; haven't researched into it. Um, Beat Saber, maybe Phasmophobia if it's on there. They're the kind of games that you'll be able to play on the Quest, but mm. you won't be able to play. Well, Population One is on the Quest, I, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Population One is like a. Well, is like the quest sort of like go-to game, I believe at the moment. It's all the one that they're marketing their their online and sort of advertisements uh, on TV with. But that's fine, and th- th- these games are fun, and we play them as well. And the graphics are exactly the same as they are on the quest. But when you compare just the the perfection that is Half Life Alex <laughs> compared to say like Population One. Like doesn't really compare. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I can see. Yeah. They're still good games. Like, you know, if if you're looking for 
graphical quality, the Quest doesn't perform as well as uh, a uh, just one where you need to have a, a PC. Whereas if you're not really that fussed by the graphics or you don't have a lot of money, the Quest is a perfectly viable option. Yeah, definitely. And my flop is, uh, as we've discussed before, in silence. Oh, yeah. I mean, and to the point where like, we were like, hey, yeah, we should, uh, we should get this. We should play it. Geordie, you'd probably like it. And then we played it and we were like, oh, fuck that, Geordie, don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was... I found like being the monster got really annoying because again, like the <sighs> lack of sight. The lack of sight. It, you know, it's an interesting concept. It just doesn't work as for gaming as a medium. And also, if you were to try and create content for it, what the hell is everybody looking at? <laughs> and uh, pitch, pitch not to mention that, yeah, quiet. that that weird sort of filter they put over it as well. When the match started dragging on, like I found myself getting quite a bad headache as well. Like far worse, you know, far worse than fucking playing VR or something. It was just, yeah. I mean, not partially, fun. partially the the fault of we added uh, infinite timer to it, but then that also shouldn't be an option if it's not part of the game. Mm. It was, it, was, it was just, it, it was very disappointing. Um, I think maybe when I suggested it to everyone that we should all play it, I think I might have been influenced by streamers. Mm. And, and also the positive reaction on Steam. Like, every, like, it was, I think it was like, it was either mostly positive or overwhelmingly positive or something like that. So I was like, okay, it must be, must be fun, right? And then seeing <laughs> loads of content coming out and seeing thing that people were rating it good i was expecting it to be good <laughs> yep um but yeah i don't know like we said last time maybe we're playing it wrong who knows wasn't fun moving on next next uh item are we going anything else we want to have you got another one you want to talk about or shall i say oh, one over or? to you my dude yeah well so my next well, my next top for this year would have to go to Valorant. I say Valorant has been one of the games this year that I've uh, enjoyed the most with sort of being an online shooter. Uh, it also proves that Riot Games can make more than just a, a MOBA. And uh, apparently uh, Riot Games are coming out of an MMO uh, next year as well. So... They are sort of branching out into other territories when it comes to different games. And uh, hopefully it's, it's uh, not as terrible as the flop of the, of the next game, which I'm going to mention, which is uh, Amazon's Crucible. Oh, did you play that? No, no did, I don't think anyone got to play it because I think it got removed from the stores. Oh. But it's just, it was just literally, uh, it was one of those games where I looked at it and I was quite interested in playing it. Just flopped. It did did so badly at, at their release that they just removed it. And what were they said they wanted to start again from from scratch? So that was just uh, sort of two that I've thrown together to uh, have as another uh, another top and a flop there. Obviously, you've been playing Valorant with me, Gary. How, how have you in, you enjoyed it as a, as a newcomer, sort of to the? I, I was just about to say like that I, game. I I. I 
I really, really enjoy Valorant. It's a very fun, very, very fun uh, first-person shooter, like five-a-side competitive FPS. It feels really fluid to play, if that makes sense. Like, the gunplay is incredible. I love the art style of it. Really love the art style. The character design's yeah. really nice as well. Um, and it, overall, it's just, it's just fun. Like, obviously, you get the sweaty, sweaty people who play it. And you get that with any competitive game. But if you, if you play with like a good group of mates or even, even just like you, you, and, you and I have been playing it a lot, Jordy, just on our own, playing with three randoms. It's yeah. not the same as playing with a full stack of five. But yeah, I, I, I really like it. I, I have a lot of time for that game. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just, to, just like uh, speaking on the Crucible... Yeah, free to play multiplayer third person uh, shooters, which was from Relentless, which is uh, one of Amazon's game studios. And uh, yeah, October 9th, 2020, they cancelled they cancelled the game as they couldn't see a sustained future, and, and that was the reason for the cancellation the cancellation of it. And they offered a refunds to anyone who had bought anything and uh then yeah the, i believe the developers for that game just got shifted over to their their new world mmo oh yeah yeah another one that's come out i've not had a chance to play that at all but i've had a few of my friends who are like wow heads and play a lot of wow uh, they played that and they said yeah that was a relatively decent mmo but um yeah, I've not really heard much of it since it was released. Yeah, uh, Crucible. It, it, it had it had it had a lot going for it, and so you, did a, you say it got fully cancelled? Yeah, fully cancelled. I thought they were redoing it, but I, I don't know if they are. If they, if they are planning to redo it, but yeah, it came. It was it was available to download on May twentieth, twenty twenty. It has been in development since twenty fourteen. Uh, and then went back to closed beta in June. And like it was out for a month. And they went back into a beta. And then in October, they decided to just <laughs> completely discontinue it. Yeah. So it's one of those ones that we will never see it. And it's probably, it's probably one of the, uh, one of the bigger, oh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the bigger, bigger sort of sad story of like, COVID affecting the gaming industry sort of thing. Yeah. Because I, I believe, like, because COVID made it really difficult for them to try and rebrand and sort of, like, re-release it, I believe that's what caused them to end up cancelling it. Fuck. But, yeah, yeah, it was sort of supposed to rival Overwatch sort of thing in, in terms of its gameplay and stuff like that. Sort of bit, a bit of Team Fortress 2 a bit Overwatchy. But no, yeah, it's uh, it's sad. It's sad that the uh, the that the 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 pandemic caused such a stir in the uh, gaming industry that it was never really accepted and 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 done well. But yeah, that is one of the uh, one of the flops of the year. I believe it didn't even get oh, it got a a half decent Metacritic review. I think it was like a fifty or something. <laughs> I know it isn't, isn't great, great, but it still like a what? It's still like a four, five out of ten, really, isn't it? 
Mm. Yeah, but to the games and fucking entertainment industry as a as a whole, a four or a five is panned. Yeah, yeah. A seven is uh, pretty much a panned as well. Because the rating systems are fucking useless. Yeah, to me personally, a seven's a good game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Five's probably a good game. It just means that the reviewer didn't fucking get it or play it or mm. do anything yeah. with it. They just looked at it and went, yes, they didn't pay me enough to rate this game. Not saying that any of uh, the well-known uh, critics are being bribed. No, not saying that at all. Uh, not at all. It would be libel. <laughs> you guys got any other games? That I can think of. Not even pros? I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, they, I mean, I, there's, I, been, I, there's been games that have come out that I've enjoyed, but I can't really... I, you know, I can't I've got, really I've think... I've got another two that I can, can throw out if you guys are uh, I've, I've got a comment. I've got another two that I can throw out as well. I'm Sean sure. and Gary, you first. Phasmophobia? Oh, yeah, fair. Fair, fair, fair. As your yeah. pro, fair as enough. Pro, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't got any negatives. I mean, the only negative I have, I can't really say much about, but I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get back onto that. But for uh, Phasmophobia, I, I, I see that as a, a really, really big pro because... They have introduced voice chat into a game and made it so that you actually want to use voice chat in the game. And yeah. that is the whole draw. Like, you, you don't want to play the game without voice chat and done. And mm. that's, yeah. it makes you literally is incentivizing you to want to speak, unlike in silence. You do not want to speak because otherwise you'll get found. Whereas in Phasmophobia, you have to speak or you can't play the game. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> and it's really fucking fun and terrifying and a great, great, just a great game for, for how much you pay for it as well. It's just an all round banger. I still need to play it. I'm, uh, um, I do need to get um, on to playing a bit of Phasmophobia with you guys. Oh, yeah. And I, I, if, if any, any uh, new listeners, uh, we play Phasmophobia in VR only. Is it makes it that little bit more immersive <laughs> and it's fucking fucking terrifying yeah that, that's his main reason why I've decided not to play it just yet it's because it will, it will terrify me I'm, I'm not one that's very good with uh, horror games as we've, as we've spoken about many a time yeah I was surprised when you said oh guys I've picked it up I was like I like horror was, games I, I was forced by a, a few other friends as well to, to pick it up so I thought, oh, if you guys have got it as well, I might as well jump in and get it as well, see how it goes. So, yeah, good laugh. I mean, ultimately, when when you're playing it, you're like, it's it's a game. Doesn't matter if you shit yourself. It is ultimately just a game, just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um. Oh, and the the flop, which I'm 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 not sure. We've discussed it before. Onward. Oh yeah, that that's been a hit and a flop, yeah. really. Because when it worked, it was amazing, and then they uh, did the. Uh, Oh, the bullshit fucking like quest update that just completely ruined it really didn't they which was not ideal yeah and I, I'm like I'm not sure whether or not it is still a flop because we haven't touched it since that mm. update uh, a couple of months ago and it's now allegedly mostly positive on Steam which you know maybe we should try it out again and see how it is Yep. But I, I don't think it's back to where it was, but maybe they've, may, maybe it's okay. I don't know. Mm. But I, I I, that's why I'm kind, of, 
I'm kind of a bit hesitant about saying it is it definitely was a flop earlier in the year because of what they did to the game, but maybe it's fixed. Mm. We will we will have to let you let you know when we play it. My next uh, top I think for the year uh will go to Call of Duty Warzone and just how it is it has been seamlessly probably the best battle royale this year in terms of cross-platform compatibility. Um, seconded only to Apex Legends that's now cross-platform as well. Um, I just I just feel that battle royales and cross-platform is something that people have always wanted. It's something that I've always wanted in, in the fact of I can now play uh, these battle royale shooters with my friends who have uh, Playstations or Xboxes uh, as well as my, my friends who are on PC as well. So it's it's a nice yeah, I don't, contrast. I, I don't like that. No? No, well, like, consoles have aim assist. Yeah, but it's not noticeable. Literally not noticeable. Especially on the... the I've not noticed it on Call of Duty servers. I, I feel like I'm a lot more precise, even with a keyboard and mouse, against someone with uh, aim assist. But then you will get people who who say the aim assist is too good and stuff like that. But I feel that, yeah, cross compatibility, Apex Legends and sort of, and Call of Duty, but the Battle Royales, they're definitely, uh, definitely two that I'd put up there for my, my tops. And uh, for the flop, which is going to be my last, last one that I can put in for, for today, it will be uh, All Guys, unfortunately. Yeah. All Guys had a really, really good, opening season and was really fun uh it was sort of the hype it had around it sort of being sort of cross platform and uh very cool sort of controller based game you can play just anywhere with anyone very kid friendly and just just fully full of silliness really and it was just just fun when it, when it came out and now it sort of just died and isn't isn't as popular as it was. Mm. I'm not sure how I'm not sure how it happened or or what happened. And uh, yeah, we, Rob Rob was right, Gary. Rob, uh, Rob right. said that he would uh, oh, die off for a couple of months. Yeah, and uh, it, it did. You were right, Rob. So we, I think they're like halfway through season two now, and I've I've not even touched it. I think the last time last time I played that game was September. Yeah, same. Game. I really enjoyed that game, but. Uh, oh, actually, my last time I played was August, but yeah, just I don't know didn't it just didn't really work, did it? It, it was work, it yeah. was it was good fun in a little sort of way, but in a very very brief sort of stint, yeah, which, which kind of sucked because you know, like I don't know, I don't really know I, how to put it into words. It just I, it could I have feel been like if it was a team based game, it would have been a lot better. The fact that you're up against people and who are completely fucking you up, who like you, 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 if you win, it's all down to chance. I'm sure there'll be people who say otherwise, but you could get absolutely fucking shat on by incompetent players, and it's not your fault. Mm. I think another another big thing as well, which which sort of really killed it for me, definitely was was just the amount of hackers. Yeah, and stuff like weirdly that. large amount of people hacking on a kids' game to win. Yeah. Like that is 
beyond sad. <laughs> well, I so problem there is because they wanted to get all the really difficult to get skins and then yeah. sell it on. That's what they're doing. But by Ugh. by adding in microtransactions and unlockables by only winning the game, you have then created a need and a drive for getting that. And because only one in one hundred people can get that fucking crown, and the skins cost like six crowns, so you've got to win six games in order to get a fucking skin. Mm. Means that people will hack. You fucked yourselves. You microtransaction fuckers. I think it wasn't it wasn't microtransactions to the point of like my well, it wasn't you even microtransactions buy them. because buy them. You, you you couldn't buy crowns, Gary. Pretty sure you could buy. Skins. Yeah, you, you you can you can pay for the kudos, which is what you get, which is just basically XP. So you can pay to get more XP to unlock normal and like common skins. But the skins that were legendary and the ones that everyone was sought after, you could only get those by winning games. Yeah, sure, I think so that's that was you the reason. Buy the crowns. No, you can't buy crowns. You couldn't buy crowns. But then either so way, buy, it's still buy, uh, um, it's not necessarily the a reason why people were hacking is because you couldn't buy them. Yeah, but it's, if you could buy them, that would probably stop people from hacking. But the the unlockables are still, in theory, a microtransaction of sorts. It's not like monetary value, but you still have to <laughs> obtain a more or less unobtainable thing. Not really. It's like saying that's like saying if they made uh, if they made the the what are the points called. In a hunt that you can buy. Blood bonds. Yeah, it's like saying if they made blood bonds something that you only got from winning games and not allow you to buy them. So you could only unlock legendary skins for the, from the game by winning games. Whereas in hunt, you can just buy those blood bonds and, and buy your legendary skins straight up. This on uh, Fall Guys, you actually have to win. You actually have to complete the game, win games to be able to buy those legendary skins, which I think is pro- is more fair, but the fact that the hackers are in the game and hack their way to get those skins is the downside. It's not really a microtransaction because it's it's something you earn by playing the game and being good at the game. Yeah, I guess so. It doesn't involve you having to use your wallet to be able to get those skins. True. Whereas someone on, on Hunt could just whack 50 quid into their account and buy every legendary skin and and item that they wanted. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's me done. Unless you boys have got anything else on the uh, the agenda for your, your tops and your flops. I've got nothing, mate. Nothing. i got nothing more either. Nothing more. Well. I mean... Not sure what we... Baldur's Gate came out, but I, I feel like we've got to wait until that's fully You've released. Got, you, can't, you can't fully judge that until it's out. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, completely. I'm pretty excited. Oh, God, yeah. Me too. Yeah, well, Baldur's Gate, for me, was one of those ones where I've, I'm not going to give it a, a, a review as of yet because it is still early access. Yeah. Uh, alongside Satisfactory. Like, Satisfactory is a good game and I enjoyed the early access. But uh, Baldur's Gate, I'm going to need to wait for that to have a few more updates and sort of more content in it for me to then go right here. Yeah, this is this is something that I can play. It's, it's like with um, probably you guys with uh, Divinity. 
you guys got Divinity when it was in early access and probably didn't have much content. Oh, yeah. I didn't actually... I bought it while it was in early access, but I didn't actually play it until it came out because, again, I didn't really want to spoil any of it, which me and Gary have completely gone against this time around, which is... Yeah, this time on Baldur's Gate, we were like, nah, let's fucking play it, which hasn't been a bad shape. we're, huh. we're very much enjoying it. Yeah, on, on your guys' next on your next playthrough when you guys start, I'll definitely definitely join in and and play play a bit of that. But I'm going to wait for a few more updates probably before I have another go. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, so uh, let's have a little quick one to, uh, to to round off this episode for today. What do you guys What are you guys looking forward to most? For next year, is there any particular game you're looking forward to? Uh, are you looking forward to potentially uh, any events, if there are any events coming up or anything? Well, hopefully, hopefully, if if not next year, the year after, Baldur's Gate will be released, which would be really fun. Um, mm. There's no no specific time timeline for that yet. Like we we haven't got an announcement date for it, but. Hopefully it will either be next year or the year after. But I don't yeah. know. It, uh, oh, in, in, in lock as well, Rob. Oh, yeah. Under lock. That should Underlock, be out in the next sorry. week or so, shouldn't it? Yeah. VR damned. Which is a horror, horror uh, asymmetric game. Yes. So that should be quite good fun. Yeah. And Monstrum 2, I think, is coming out next year as well, right? I think so. Also, uh going to be quite interested to see you know essentially things going back to normal hopefully which means you know in you know live events and stuff happening again as opposed to these horribly handled digital only ones like the it wasn't e3 was it was it the game awards and stuff that gamescom that just felt so clunky and bad like there was just nothing to them because you could tell they'd been sort of just thrown together a bit hosts that didn't really have like let, let, let's just say they weren't exactly the most charismatic of people and things and you're just like oh god this was tragic to watch sort of thing. yeah and the difficulty is when everyone's relying on internet and you're doing live streams of internet mm. like across the internet there's that delay and it's just not impactful at all yeah. i know you've got to get your like five ten half an hour minute of fame but like maybe pre-record it mm. I was also a bit better. disappointed that there was no, uh, no CitizenCon at all this year. You know, they could have done something digital only for Star Citizen because they're always quite interesting to watch. And the fact that, like, the last couple of years they've switched over to what's coming pretty much next couple of updates as opposed to what's coming eventually sort of thing <laughs> has been, you know, they've been quite nice, but obviously we just didn't have one this year. So it was a bit of a... Oh. Right. Yeah, that wasn't even like <laughs> said. There's nothing said about that either, was there? No, it was just well, okay. When we're not, I mean, they booked out some event hall in LA or something and things before everything went to complete shit. So obviously they planned for that, but then didn't really have a way to translate all of it over to something live. You know, I'd, I'd have been quite happy with just the you know standard sort of just a few panels or something, to be honest, just stick a live chat with some of the like design leads and things on to see what they're, you know, what they're working on and how far away it is really. Ideally that'd have been nice, but Hey, ho, can't have it all. <laughs> yeah. There's a few games I'm looking forward to uh, next year. Oh, uh, 
Four, four games, in fact. Uh, Marvel Avengers 2? No, unfortunately not. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> two of them are very similar games, which uh, we, we've, we've had a discussion about. Um, we will probably discuss probably more in detail as and when it comes near the time for them. A couple of games coming out, but we've got uh, Warhammer 40k Darktide. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Is coming out uh, sometime in 2021. I'm not sure the actual... Um, that's coming out, uh, and Back for Blood. Oh yeah, coming out in June, June twenty second, I believe that one's coming out. So four months away, not too long really to wait for for that one. Mm. Um, Battlefield Six. That's six is that due for next year, and hopefully they've learned a few things from how they handled Battlefield Five to actually make this one good. <laughs> You know what, as, much as, as much as I love Battlefield game. Five, like you know, it wasn't it wasn't the best. Yeah, I've been missing wait. a Battlefield game in my life. Yeah, as as always, Gary, wait until Christmas for Battlefield games, and the Origin ones always go on sale for like fifty percent off, like immediately. <laughs> I might I might just see I might get swept into the hype of it, but I'm I'm just gonna see how how it is because I really enjoyed Battlefield Five. It was it was mm. fun, but it just just died. And it, it yeah, it just, just wasn't handled well. It didn't have that sort of level of content that Battlefield One did. Like, yeah, and the and the fucking bugs on launch, just bugs on launch. Yeah, just bugs on launch again. This is what QCs for. This is what QA testers are for. And oi, we just didn't have any of that. But yeah. looks of it. it, it's it's funny, isn't it? Like, I don't know if it's our expectations are too high, or people are, uh, like the. The, the the games companies are being pushed too hard and maybe it's a bit of both but mm. I it shouldn't happen to all the fucking games that are coming out I don't know any AAA title that's come out in the last few years which has been completely perfect on launch no which like is a shame al- there's always going to be bugs regardless but like not like fucking crippling bugs where it, it's just like that should have been picked up yeah, I'm struggling to think of a of, of an AA title that's come out, which is well, AA title on PC. I'd say that uh, uh, you guys probably would agree as well. Uh, a game that we probably missed out of the top list uh, isn't necessarily a PC game, but uh, Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely one of the games that's that is, is won awards this year and on how good it is. So. Yeah, it didn't have I'd any probably, bugs. Probably deserved a probably deserved a shout out. Yeah. I mean, oh, actually, if I'm going to be truthfully honest, uh, Animal Crossing has a lot of bugs. Hey, fucking nobid. But it, it, see, <laughs> like, this is the annoying thing, right? Nintendo don't make that many original games anymore. They they just reuse the same formula, but it works. It's a really fucking fun game. It's 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 an it's just really well done, and I don't know. I couldn't name many Nintendo games that have come out recently which have bugs. No, they're, mo- they're most they, it's because they don't have bugs. It's because they have it's because they have good good testing teams and uh, sort of a strong player base like that. Well, I, knows I think, what they want and knows what they're expecting. Well, I, I think. I think the QCs probably pick up a lot of the stuff, but the developers or, or the publishers 
are being are pushing or being pushed too hard to release the game quicker than it should be. Whereas I think Nintendo may go, right, we've actually got to release this a little bit later because we don't want to damage our reputation. Because if we, if we fuck up a Pokemon game, then that'll be it for the next couple of generations. Yeah. Whereas if we make sure that the Pokemon game, the Zelda game, the Mario game are all fucking perfect, people will keep coming back. Mm. I could, I, none of those games, as far as I'm aware, had bugs. Yep. On, on release, they, were, they, were fu- they ran fucking perfectly. Albeit they oh, only yeah. have to worry about one fucking system. <laughs> yeah. Does it work on the Switch? Yeah. Good. Right. Does, any other AAA title? Does it work on a PC? Does it work on a high-end PC? Does it work on a low-end PC? Does it work on a PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X? And that's probably one, fucking- one of the reasons for their success, mate. It's probably... Probably why they don't have any bugs is because they only have to worry about doing it on their own console and they know what their console can handle. Maybe AAA titles need to just fit, stick to one console then. And maybe there will be a divide. Maybe you buy a console for a certain set of games and another console for a certain set of games. Maybe that's how we have to go moving forward. People will be pissed off by that though. Oh yeah, we, we, we will see when, uh, when we find out about all Bethesda and Xbox whether they're going to be allowed on both consoles and stuff like that. That'll be an interesting. Uh, another game that I'm looking forward to as well, uh, in, in the veins of my uh, civilization group that I play with, uh, we're looking forward to Humankind, another sort of uh, 4X turn-based strategy game. Mm. It's uh, Sega and Amplitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Basically, very much like Civilization, but it uh, allows you to create your own civilization. Instead of playing as a civilization, which already has its predetermined what it does, what a civilization does, like going from like oh, Rome, you go through these sort of uh, stages into these sort of stages. This is a, a civilization builder, which you can then branch off and there's loads of different sort of branches you can go through uh through different historical cultures and sort of choose your own development and which ways you want to go so it's it seems like a, a lot more a lot more different ways for you to uh basically ch- change your your civilization and your and your cities and and stuff like that and it also looks really really cool it's not like a hexagonal grid like you're used to on most games but yeah, it's uh, good. And I believe that's coming out in July. I've got it pre-ordered on, not pre-ordered, but I've got it on my Steam wish list ready cool. for when that comes out. Anything else you boys think of that's coming out next year that you're looking forward to? Nothing major that I can think of at the moment. So, uh, uh, most, most games haven't, be, well, as far as I'm aware, most, most games I assume that will be coming out next year. Haven't even been announced yet, so I guess we'll see, won't we? What, what if there'll be some interesting new drops? Like, you know, Valorant was a big one. Um, Apex was a big one when that was announced a couple years back as well. So maybe there'll be another, another big hitter like that. Maybe another game from twenty eighteen or twenty sixteen came out, and people jump back onto that, like they did with Among Us. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows indeed. Right. I think that's all we've got time for then today on today's episode. Thank you all for for listening. And uh, yeah, hope you all have a prosperous 2021. 
and uh, looking forward to more episodes of us rambling on about games for the rest of the year. <laughs> is there anything else you guys like to say to the uh, to the listeners? I hope your year is not as shit as the last one. Amen to that. Amen. Right. So, guys, uh, we will... Where we want to go if we want to see more of your content, Robert? Well, you can find me on YouTube at Rob Coxie and also Twitch at Rob Coxie. And Gary? Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash n-dash plays. And you can find me on Twitch on, hopefully, which will be coming soon, our uh, joint VGC underscore podcast Twitch account. And uh, if not, I'll be on my normal account at twitch.tv forward slash Wiz. Yeah, we hope to see you in the new year. And uh, Well, this is the new year. Oh, it is the new year, yes. Yeah. We hope to see you. And uh, we'll see you hopefully next Tuesday. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>